Fear not, dear listener. The path to enlightenment is before you. Leave the darkness behind. Open your eyes, grab your spears, and brush your teeth. For you will be led to the battlefield, armed with sharp minds and fresh breath. Stand by. Welcome to the show dedicated to truth and liberty in the greater Cincinnati area. One small part of a larger movement for freedom pressured into silence by a culture that seeks nothing less than total obedience. Your hosts, Scott and Max, are here to help you to find the courage and resources to become uncancelable. This is Cancelled Out. What's up, dudes? Welcome to Cancelled Out National Week 24. Uh, of course, we got a lot of COVID stuff to cover. They are coming to force you to take this vaccine, no matter what reservations you have, no matter what concerns you have, no matter what uh, they, you uh, c- uh, uh, concerns about bodily autonomy you might have. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They're going to force you to do it. So we'll be talking about that. We're also going to be talking about uh, Cuomo's nastiness. And, uh, of course, a lot of the woke stuff related to the Olympics we're going to have to touch on. Um, So, before we get any further, though, uh, if you're listening to this, it's because you value this content. And if you value this content, I wonder how much you value this content. Hmm? Well, let's find out. Go to canceledout.com and uh, sign up to become a subscriber because we have all kinds of great content not just our national and local stuff which is always going to be free but we have philosophical conversations we have a history in reverse segment which is a lot of fun where basically we are going month to month through the years starting with 20 uh january 2021 going back uh where next episode we're actually going to do october of 2020 and then uh, September from there, and so on and so forth. So we'll be reviewing the campaign from last year to see what holds up ever since uh, 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 the, the election. And we are going to also, of course, review Trump's presidency and how, that, how well he actually did, or maybe not so well. Let's see. Maybe, maybe we look back and go, oh, well, there's some issues here, which there's some challenges I had for sure, but I absolutely still would have voted for him again. Either way. Please go to canceledout.com, sign up to be a local subscriber. Local subscribers get uh, free access, of course, to the, uh, the, the national and the local segments, but you will get exclusive access to the other segments that we have. And we have uh, more stuff in the works here, actually. We're starting to talk to contributors who want to be a part of this and, and put together their own content for Canceled Out. So we'll see how that plays out, but it's, it's, it's looking really promising. We have more uh, guest hosts that are lined up. That'll be, uh, I think, next week we're going to have an, uh, a new guest host. Um, I'm looking forward to doing that. So without any further ado, let's get into the COVID craziness. Starting off with Jennifer Aniston, this out of Fox 19 now, is cutting unvaccinated people from her life. She says, basically, been cutting unvaccinated people out of her life. The actress told uh, InStyle she's been strict about making sure everyone in her circle is vaccinated against COVID-19. She admits that policy has resulted in losing a few people in her weekly routine who either did not get vaccinated or wouldn't say whether they had. 
I, I mean, yeah. It's, n- it's none of your business, Jennifer. It's none of your business. If you can't accept that, it's that other people's health decisions are not your business, then, then yes, screw you. I'm not, I don't want to spend any time around anybody like that. But this is she's she's contributing to just like the rest of them. They're contributing to this two uh, two tier class system as if that's never been a, a problem in the past. As if we've never had an issue with creating multiple classes of people, whether they are a caste system or uh, racial segregation or racial uh, um, uh, uh, laws that we uh, Jim Crow laws or any of that kind of stuff. No, no, forget about any of that. Nothing bad ever happened from that. Nothing. Everything good comes from segregating people and uh, putting them into different classes and treating them differently. That's 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 great, great way to structure society. Thanks, Jennifer, for contributing to that, you Nazi. And the bars are contributing to it as well. Uh, we've got uh, we're hearing bar after bar are starting to, um, uh, to to do basically the same thing. Now here's some sad news out of uh, also Fox 19 now. This is uh, a man did die from COVID who didn't get the vaccine. Family's mourning the loss of a husband and father after he died from COVID-19. Um, he was only 39. Our babies now don't have a dad. Jessica Dupree said through tears, you can't say I'm young and it won't affect me because it will. So a couple of things I got to point out. Uh, now, the picture of the guy, he, 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 looks, he looks like a heavier dude. Um, I don't know, you know, what... Uh, I don't, I don't know what exactly his <clears throat> health issues may or may not have been, but we do know that underlying conditions or previous conditions do contribute to uh, the, the COVID-19 being worse. That being said, it, what people should be doing, no matter what, is talking to their doctor about whether or not they should be getting the vaccine. And they still need to make the best decision for themselves, you know, and there might be some people who are better off just getting the vaccine just in case because they might be in an at-risk category. Either they are overweight or they're older or they have some other underlying conditions. So there is, I've, I've, I think I've said it over and over again on this show. I know I've said it over and over again on this show. I'm not anti-vax. I'm not even anti-COVID-vax. I'm anti-coercion. That's the problem I have. And that's the thing I'm going to argue. Now, just because you get the vaccine, though, doesn't necessarily mean you're not going to get COVID because Reba McIntyre got it, even though she's fully vaccinated. Uh, and this was from uh, the Ohio Star. Country singer Reba McIntyre announced in a recent live stream on TikTok that she has been diagnosed with COVID-19 despite being fully vaccinated against the virus. So you're not even fully protected. Who knows? This guy that, 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 that died, and it's tragic that he died for sure, but he might have gotten it anyway and still died. We don't know. We don't know. That's the thing. You don't know. You don't know enough to coerce people into getting a vaccine. You just don't. Quit acting like you do. Uh, in New York, they're uh, they're going they're going beyond letting the businesses decide whether or not to provide proof of vaccine. Now, uh, the mayor Bill De Blasio, uh, the, the nastiest hypocrite in politics, if you ask me. Um, I, I mean, honestly, like the the. The hatred he must have for his own constituency when he when he tells people not to party on Times Square on New Year's Eve and then dances with his wife there, full view of the public on TV, as basically just rubbing their face in it. And now he's gonna he's gonna he's he's leading the nation in forcing people to have their papers before they go anywhere. Unbelievable. 
And CNN is firing their employees who are uh, uh, who return to work uh, unvaccinated. Uh, this one out of uh, the Inquirer uh, through the Associated Press. CNN has fired three employees who violated company policy by coming to work unvaccinated against the COVID-19 virus. CNN's uh, chief Jeff Zucker told staff members of the firing in a memo sent Thursday that reminded them that vaccines were mandatory if they report to the office or out in the field where they come into contact with other employees. Let me be clear, we have a zero tolerance policy on this. Inject yourself or we fire you. Any, I'm, there's, just so you guys know, there are lawyers who are looking into this. I know this for sure. There are lawyers who are looking into whether or not it is actionable to sue your employer if they force you to get a vaccine and then you face any kind of um, side effects as a result. Because if you do, Find a lawyer. Find if if you, I'm telling you, find a lawyer as soon as they as soon as you uh, suffer any symptoms or any side effects of of getting that v, a vaccine after being forced to be injected by your employer under pain of uh, losing your job. Uh, sue the shit out of them. I've been saying this forever. Sue them. This is the only way we're going to be able to fight back against the the these these people is to sue them over this. And the military is doing the same thing. You're not going to be able to sue the military, though, and get away with it, really. It's, it, doesn't, it doesn't quite work that way. Uh, the military has been able to, the military has been able to uh, mandate vaccines uh, that, that the government can't force on others. And it's just, that's one of those things you give up when you join. Now, I still don't like it because of the novelty of the virus and the newness of the vaccine. I still think that we should leave it up to the troops, uh, but unfortunately, when you're in the military, your rights are much more limited than they are as a as a as a citizen. But uh, from USA Today, Tony Fauci says he expects a flood of COVID-19 vaccine mandates after full FDA approval. This is one of the reasons why, honestly, I've, 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 I've heard people make the arguments before that I don't trust it because it's not FDA approved. And I understand the argument that's being made there, but here's the problem with it. First off, the FDA is just as much a bureaucracy as the CDC, the WHO, or any of these other uh, um, alphabet soup government organizations. And they have agendas too. So you're setting yourself up for failure making this argument because as soon as the FDA approves it, then you then 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 immediately somebody can say, hey, this is this was your sticking point all along and we've resolved it. We've approved. The FDA's approved it. What's the problem? You 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 lose credibility when you then try to fight against mandatory vaccines at that point. So or coercion of vaccines. So if you ask me, I, I've heard this argument before and hadn't pushed back on it until I saw this and, I, and, it, and it really kind of hit home for me. But that argument, it's not going to work. I'm just telling you guys, it really isn't. This one from the Washington Post, uh, getting into the economic uh, factors. <laughs> the U.S. economy added 943,000 jobs in July as the labor market recovery boomed. Um, I've said this before. We have not yet seen the fallout from the economic restrictions. And they're already talking about more lockdowns. So 
the, the, the government can brag about this, and of course they're going to say, oh, look, you know, uh, Biden's bringing jobs back. Oh, okay, you guys are the ones who sent the jobs away in the first place. You can't then say, look at how many jobs we created, right, when you say, okay, you can go back to work now. It's like you hundred people can't work for the next several months. And then several months later you say, okay, guys, you can come back to work. And then you're like, oh, look how many jobs I created. <laughs> Give me a break. Um, now, you, you, I'm sure you've heard that uh, Biden has, uh, has put this, uh, extended the moratorium on uh, evictions. And the challenge here is he, he doesn't know for sure that the moratorium is unconstitutional. And that's been the criticism people have made is that he's making decisions that are not constitutional. Well, yeah, um, maybe. I, I would argue it probably is unconstitutional. However, that's what the courts are for. And it, it would be hypocritical of me to criticize, I, I mean, I, I can criticize the moratorium because I think it's a bad idea. I think, I think the moratorium in the first place was a bad idea. Extending it is just kicking the can down the road and it's gonna make it so much worse. But that's not, but, but when you challenge it by saying it's unconstitutional, or at least if I were to challenge it by saying it's unconstitutional, if anybody listened to anything I had to say about uh, the debate that I had with uh, Scott a while back over whether or not Pence should have just seen if he could uh, reject the uh, certification of the election and then let the courts play it out, which the courts passed the buck anyway, so they shouldn't have passed the buck. In my opinion, that was an opportunity to pass the buck right back to, him, to them. Um, and they could have said, nope, can't do that, it's unconstitutional, and then, then it's done. And then at least it would have been out of Pence's hands, right? He wouldn't have been the one who made that decision. I think that's the way he should have done it. Uh, but I can't make that argument and say, you should do it and see what the courts say about whether or not it's unconstitutional, but then also say Biden can't do that for the same reason, in order for me to be consistent. So... There's a lot of times, and I don't like it. This is this, don't get me wrong. I don't like this, but I the way I understand, the system is set up for it to constantly test itself. That's what the checks and balances are all about. So that means that you're going to get politicians who are going to try to deal with extreme situations by testing the limits of the Constitution. Again, I don't like it. But it almost seems to me like the system is designed for that. So if it's unconstitutional, I, I, it, I mean, I think it is unconstitutional. Uh, I, hope, I hope it gets thrown out completely. I mean, you, you know, it, you do not get to legislate from the executive office. You just don't. And I had the same criticism of Trump when he legislated on the bump stock ban, and the courts ended up ruling on that as well. Uh, but in Florida, DeSantis seems to be one of two or three governors, uh, those governors include uh, Greg Abbott and, um, and uh, Christy Nome, who is pushing back on all of this nonsense. Um, Florida, this out of Axios, Florida School District reverses mask mandate after DeSantis funding threat. Florida's second largest school district on Monday said it will no, no longer impose a mask mandate after Governor Ron DeSantis threatened to withhold funding from districts that require face coverings. Um, fantastic. Fantastic. 
I think that's great. Well, you've got a governor who's actually standing up for the rights of the citizens and for uh, the rights of children to smile at each other for crying out loud. But Biden didn't like that so much. He said, uh, 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 President Joe Biden and White House officials called on Governor uh, Ron DeSantis, Texas Governor Greg Abbott, and others to get out of the way on Tuesday when asked about Florida and other states' opposition to mask mandates and other COVID mitigation protocols. Get out of the way. I mean, think about that for a second. What an incredible statement. What an incredible statement to tell the governors to get out of the way so the federal government can do whatever it wants. Now, hold up a second. I know, um, I know that, that, that the state's right thing, as far as leftists are concerned, is very tainted by the Confederacy. But states do have rights. That's the, again, the separation of powers, the checks and balances, those all exist for a reason. And you have a federal government telling them to basically stop acting as the checks and balance on the federal government. Hey, stop putting your stop checking our power. Quit doing that. We need to have unlimited access to your uh, to the residents of your state and we need to force them to do things and you're getting in the way of us being able to force your residents to do things. Well, yeah. That's the point. And the fact that you say basically the quiet part out loud, get out of the way, in other words, hey, uh, we want unrestricted power, please, tells me it's, it's, the, it's the exact reason why these governors, uh, the, the states exist to protect their uh, residents from other states and from the federal government. So moving into some woke news, I'm going to start off with a relatively controversial story here, at least... Uh, my opinion on it is going to be uh, relatively controversial. Maybe not in this audience, but the leftists certainly wouldn't like what I have to say about this. A same-sex couple is trying to use the Paycheck Protection Program to sue a Christian school that kicked out their daughter. The school says the five-year-old girl can't start kindergarten there because she has two mothers. Normally, a private religious institution doesn't have to comply with anti-discrimination laws. However, attorneys for Sarah Evans and Brittany Hudson argue that the school has to accept those laws because it accepted federal funding. So this is the reason why I bring this part up. First off, I, I, you know, I, I just don't have a problem with uh, a Christian school deciding that it wants to uh, enforce their values. You know, uh, Did the same-sex couple know that this is the rule? I'd be surprised if they didn't. You know, I gotta wonder honestly, if this was all about, just like with the, uh, with the uh, assholes going after the baker in Colorado, where they just do it just so that they can sue and make a stink, you know? Did you send these kids to this school? I mean, I don't know. Maybe the kid's been there this whole time and they only just got married and they only just have, you know, who knows what the actual story is, but you, knew, you must have known the rule ahead of time. And I don't know. It just... It, it, it sounds to me like they're putting themselves in the position to be victims. But personally, I don't have a problem with a Christian school deciding to do that. It's, it's their school, you know, is what it is. But here's the problem. Uh, these, the, this couple might actually have an argument, a legal argument. If you accept money from the federal government, you lose some rights. That's what happens. You're, that's, that's the deal with the devil that you're making. So if you don't want to be beholden to the federal government, you can't accept their money. You just can't. This goes for any organization. Private, uh, private organizations in particular, you need to stay as private as possible. It reminds me of 
uh, when I went to uh, the Crazy Horse Memorial. And one of the things I thought was really interesting was that the Crazy Horse Memorial was entirely privately funded, is entirely privately funded. It's one of the reasons why it's going so slow, but I'd say probably the uh, OSHA mandates on the use of dynamite probably is what's slowing it down more than anything. Um, but the government had tried to go in and purchase the memorial to finish it for them, because it's going to take several more generations before it's even done. They tried to, apparently they tried to buy the m memorial twice, uh, for ten million dollars each time, it's from what I from what I understood, and the family that owns it, or the the organization, the private organization that owns it, turned them down both times, because they wanted it to be theirs. They wanted it to be their thing, you know. And once the government gets in, it's not their thing anymore. It's not. It's it's. You're you're you're. You take away your agency. You take away your. It, 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 they're purchasing your pride. You know what I mean? And, and I think, I, I'm so glad, and I hope they stick with that. I hope the families stick with that through the next several generations, assuming the federal government continues to try to purchase it. But then they, that project would be beholden to the government and whatever the government wanted to do with it. And what if that government uh, wanted to do things that violated the uh, spirit of what, they, what they're trying to do? Same thing with your, with your schools, especially religious institutions, man. I'm just telling you. Don't accept that money. Don't do it. It's a it's it's a trap. It's a trap. This one out of New York Post. A North Korean defector says she was robbed by three black women and then accused of being racist. Um, this story is unbelievable. Um, she was mugged by three black women outside of Chicago's Saks Fifth Avenue store last year, but white bystanders accused her of being racist when she tried to call the police. Um, she mentioned this on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast uh, just recently that she was robbed of her wallet near the department store of, uh, on Michigan Avenue during a wave of looting across the city last summer. Yeah, that, uh, those, 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 the, that's Chicago, right? So that's MAGA country. I'm pretty sure it was. A, oh, wait a minute. No, 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 no. It must have been BLM. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right because that's what BLM does. Um. So she claims about 20 people, many who said, as she said, were white, accused her of being racist for blaming the women for mugging her. They were telling me that the color of their skin doesn't make them a thief, Park said. Uh, calling a black person a thief is racist. <laughs> but what if a black person steals your shit? Are they a thief or not in that situation? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they are. So, and, I mean, not that it matters, but of course this person is, is not a white person, but... You know, uh, she ranks lower on the uh, on, on the intersexual intersectional scale. Uh, intersexual is probably right too, of 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 victims or oppressed oppressed. You know, this one's a messed up story, out of uh, Insider, and I'm not going to get into too much of the details on this Chris Chan thing. If you really want to go and check it out, you can. Uh, Chris Chan. I, I'd never heard of him until this story, but he is a vile, vile creature. Um, he's one of those guys who gets on the internet and does extreme things for for uh, views, for YouTube views, and uh, that includes drinking things that are for the camera. It's imagine what you. Will. I'm not going to get into it. 
Um, just use your imagination on the kinds of things this person will drink just for the views. So if he's willing to do that, he's probably willing to uh, transition to a woman as well. Oh, wait. He is transitioning to a woman, apparently. Uh, I'm not giving him that. See, here's the thing. If you are, um, if you are a, a, a trans, uh, I would not be defending this person. Can any of you who are so woke accept that maybe anybody who's transitioning, there might be anybody who's transitioning that is just doing it for attention and not because they actually uh, feel like a woman on the inside? Can you accept that that's possible? Is, is it possible that anybody does that? Because if so, I would suspect that this person, Chris, is one of them, and perhaps you don't want to go to their defense when they use it as an excuse to get in, uh, to try to get into these uh, jails with other women. So, basically this guy, he, um, oh man, uh, he was arrested uh, on incest charges. Um, I, I think it's worse than that. As I understand it, it's his mom or his grandma or somebody, and they have dementia. So it's even worse than just incest. It seems to me just straight up rape. Um, but it, but it's funny how they're complaining in this in this article um, <laughs> that the jail has categorized Chandler as male. Um, despite being a transgender woman. Like, so what? So what? Who cares? This person is, is, is filth. And they're probably doing it just to get access to women in those jails. And imagine, imagine what would happen if he did. This is what wokeness does to you, folks. This from Local 12. Uh, Trump blames lack of gold medal on U.S. women's soccer team uh, being woke. Which, yeah, honestly, I would say the same thing. Former president is blaming the U.S. soccer team's lack of a gold medal at the Tokyo Olympics on being woke. Uh, they did win a bronze on Thursday uh, after beating Australia 4-3, to but Australia is pretty damn woke too, so I don't know about their soccer team, but I know the country is. What seemed to raise Trump's ire was that the team joined other countries in taking a knee at the opening matches of the Olympics on July 21. So here's the thing. If you are woke... Um, first off, uh, the sport no longer matters to you. You're not there for the sport. You're there for your politics. And that, that's the, what you can say about Megan Rapinoe for sure. She has no interest in the sport. None. No interest in the sport. She might have had an interest in the sport at one point or another, but it, doesn't, it has, makes no difference to her. What matters to her is her politics. Everything else uh, is expendable. Here's the deal. If you're not so concerned about wokeness, you're more concerned about merit. And merit beats out over wokeness every single time. So I would suspect that the mindset probably poisons you into not being as competitive. Certainly does, at, at the very least. But it also must, um, it also must make you um, uh, make it harder for people who do have merit to actually get on the team and do the, do the job that needs to get done. But uh, I do want to finish off with uh, well, hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna finish off with a uh, with with some good uh, stories in this woke category. One good story in this woke category. Um, but before I do, uh, this was also the Olympics. 
where Laurel Hubbard, Hubbard made history by being a uh, the first transgender uh, male to female to compete in the Tokyo Olympics. Didn't do so well. Um, it was a, a man lost to some women, which is kind of interesting. And I know the left is trying to claim that that uh, that must mean that we're all wrong about this and men don't necessarily have that advantage. Okay, uh, you know, a blind squirrel, right? A broken clock. You know what I mean? Like, there was, there was bound to be one guy who wasn't as strong as a couple of women. It was bound to happen. And make no mistake, this is a dude. This is another dude who is cheating. They couldn't make it as a male in the sport. And clearly they couldn't make it as a female either in the sport. So I'm not playing this stupid game where just because somebody says so, that must mean I'm going to acknowledge their uh, gender in that way. Um, it's especially when it's, when it's, especially when it's clearly to cheat. And this guy's just a cheater. He, that's, 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 what he, that's what he is. That's what he does. But I'm going to end on a positive note on the woke side of things because there was one athlete, and I didn't watch the Olympics because I just didn't care, but there was one athlete who just should put a smile on anybody's face. Just, I mean, not even just her patriotism uh, because the patriotism for sure uh, uh, makes a big difference, um, but just her positivity, something you would not see from the likes of Rapinoe or or uh, Colin Kaepernick or any of these other uh, woke athletes. And her name was uh, Tamara Mensah Stock. And I watched this and I was just, I was just so happy uh, watching this video. Uh, I'll let you listen to it, but if you uh, get a chance, definitely go check it out. I mean, just, again, the patriotism thing, that's the thing that everybody's talking about, and justifiably so, you know, because the patriotism thing to me was, was just a breath of fresh air. And, I mean, if I saw more of that, I'd be more inclined to want to watch sports and the Olympics and all that, you know. But just the absolute joy, the genuine joy that she experienced uh, uh, winning that gold medal uh, uh, in her sport, I just, it's... I hate to be cheesy about it, but it's it's really heartwarming to watch that video. So if you get a chance, go and watch that. Just look at the the just the big ass smile on this on this gal's face, and if that doesn't put a smile on your face, I don't know what will. So getting into a little bit related to crime and security, and really uh, mostly the left and their violence, and how they're trying to structure uh, and benefit off of violence. Uh, Corey Bush, this one from the Daily Wire, spent $70,000 on private security and is still doubling down on defunding the police. Uh, 
She stated that she will continue to supporting defunding the police while paying tens of thousands of taxpayer, taxpayer dollars on private security. During a Wednesday interview with CBS News about the CDC's recent eviction moratorium, Bush was privately uh, briefly pressed about her choice to use one uh, third of her campaign funds for security guards while advocating for the removal of funding from law enforcement. So she doesn't want you to have any kind of protection or security. She probably wants to take away your guns, too, if she's uh, if she's uh, woke as she appears to be. And she's. She has no problem with it. She'll put it with a smile on her face. She'll say, nope, you don't get security, but I do. And she'll try to excuse it by saying, well, there's threats on my life and all that kind of stuff. It's like, okay. Um, meanwhile, you had, I don't know how many um, uh, uh, of, the, of the left pushing and encouraging BLM to riot in the streets and burn down buildings, burn down black businesses. People who do not get the protection of the police if you defund them. So... They are, uh, in, they are um, perhaps intentionally, it's hard to say for sure, but they are certainly creating a scenario where it's actually more dangerous for you and for your family and for your business. They are creating that situation and then acting like that situation doesn't exist, but it exists for them and justifying why they need it. What, what do you call that? To me, that's basically organized crime. It's it's worse than a protection racket. At least the at least the at least the mafia pretended to uh, to have a, a force, you know, and and they did. I mean, they used it for your benefit as long as you paid. They also used it against you if you didn't. But if anybody else tried to mess with you, they would they would they would break kneecaps. At least they at least their protection racket came with protection. We have a government that is selling a protection racket without the protection and saying, yeah, we're going to sell you this protection um, and then we're going to take it away. But we still want our money. We still want... Yeah, it, unbelievable that, that, that the government gets away with this. And that people like this can hold office. Uh, and then meanwhile, at least in some good news, we have people getting uh, held accountable for their actions. Um, I remember this from last year, I think. Um, two women depicted in a viral video uh, confronting and taking a Make America Great Again hat from supporters of Trump at the DNC in Wilmington last year have pleaded guilty to misdemeanor charges of theft, child endangerment, and hate crimes. And I think it's because of the involvement of the child that that um, they uh, uh, that this actually went through the court system the way it should. I mean, imagine if there wasn't a child involved, right? So, good news. At least uh, at least the justice system is 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 uh, working in that way. Um, there was a plea deal that was offered with the approval of the victims. Um, and uh, they ended up with just probation, which uh, is the appropriate sentence, uh, and then that was it. But I wish we could see more of this, you know, more of, of, of these people being held accountable. It's just a shame that, I mean, it's, it's, it's not trivial, I mean, but compared to some of the violence that we've seen people get away with, um, it is just a hat. And I would like to see uh, more justice brought uh, against the uh, leftist violent offenders, but you're just not gonna you're just not gonna see uh, much of it. Uh, and similarly, uh, in Missouri, the governor pardoned the uh, McCloskeys. Uh, they like to call them the gun waving St. Louis lawyer couple. <laughs> it's from the AP. God, you pretend you just pretend your 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 news. Anyway. Uh, Governor Mike Parson uh, announced that he made good on his promise to pardon a couple who gained notoriety for pointing guns at social, social justice demonstrators. Um, rioters who 
broke private broke into private property broke a gate to get into private property and uh what what would you expect what would you expect to happen when a crowd gathers around your house like that i mean we've seen what happens blm likes to burn shit down they like to loot that's what they do antifa does the same thing so then when when people who call themselves blm and antifa show up uh just outside your door you're supposed to pretend like they're not going to do that they may or may not have but precedent's been set you you act based off of the information that you have so i'm glad that they pardoned some more good news glad that they pardoned them but it's just interesting how the left is trying to take away any opportunity for you to defend yourself while they send their goons out to destroy your livelihood and destroy your home potentially uh kill you assassinate you flat out if they, if they find out you're a trump supporter we saw that i, I want to say it was oregon but maybe seattle where they said, oh, he's a Trump supporter? Bang, bang, dead. Assassinated. Just just for somebody else saying that he was a Trump supporter. All right, continuing on here. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about this Andrew Cuomo situation, but this out of uh, the uh, USA Today. Governor Cuomo sexually harassed multiple women in a violation of state and federal laws, as well as the executive chamber's own written policies, according to a long-anticipated report from the state's attorney general office that threw the governor's political future into further turmoil. Uh, Letitia James, um, Letitia James, I don't know her story, but she's kind of been after the governor a couple of times, because uh, I do recall that she uh, basically pinned the uh, deaths of the nursing homes on on Cuomo and said that he was covering up those deaths, trying to cover up the numbers. So, but uh, his uh, harassment included unwanted groping, kissing, hugging, and inappropriate comments. Uh, of course, Cuomo denies those claims. Um, I, I don't know. I haven't. I, I mean, I haven't seen the evidence. But Cuomo's a pretty filthy guy. Uh, wouldn't surprise me. So, um, it's kind of funny though that. Um, <laughs> That a sexual predator then tells another sexual predator that because they are a sexual predator, they need to step down. This one from the AP. Biden calls on Cuomo to step down after probe finds he harassed 11 women. Uh, yeah, I think he should resign, Biden told reporters Tuesday, echoing the sentiments of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and New York Senators uh, Chuck Schumer and Kristen Gillibrand, all Democrats. I mean, they didn't want to until they had to. We know that. Um, when, when it's, when it's open and shut, they, I mean, they will wait until the very last minute. Uh, if there is, if there's frivolous or flat out lies being told to put a Republican or a conservative in prison or keep them off a bench or out of a seat, they will run with it. But when... When something like this, they this, this is one of the reasons why I suspect that it's true, is because I don't think that if, if they if they don't want him to step down, they are calling for it only because they have no choice at this point, uh, because the the, the the evidence must be um, insurmountable. But it's just funny, Biden of all people. Um, I, I don't know if y'all remember the uh, uh, intern or office aide or I don't remember what her name was from last year who came out uh, and, and was talking about how um, Biden forced himself on her again I don't know wouldn't surprise me but we've seen how he acts in public we've seen he's a creep 
he's always been a creep. A nasty, nasty creep. So, Last thing I'll touch on here is uh, we've had a third and fourth officer commit suicide who were on the uh, uh, Capitol when the, um, dur during the uh, January 6th protests. And this, is, this one is from uh, I don't know, Cheat Sheet. I'm not familiar with this source, but Officer Kyle DeFreytag has been named as the fourth officer who responded to the attack on the U.S. Capitol to die by suicide. This is incredibly hard news for us all. Uh, and, and, of course, this is tragic. But here's the thing. Why is this news? You know what I mean? Like, as if one has to do with the other. You know, there's so many things that go into, first off, being a cop is not easy, right? You see some things, you do some things, you never know, right? You don't know what's going on with somebody. And to suggest or to try to imply that the January 6th protests had anything to do with these people committing suicide is insane. It's absolutely insane. So we're, we're supposed to just accept on, uh, from these headlines that one has anything to do with the other. But where are the headlines on uh, a, uh, a hun one, uh, 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 the officers who did anything else? Or, I mean, they're, they're, the, two, the two don't have anything to do with each other. I, I mean, unless you have a note, I don't see anything in here that says there's a note that says, I killed myself because people uh, protested uh, uh, on the Capitol on January 6th. I know that drives the left nuts when I say protested. Good. Screw you. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have to give in to any of your narrative, uh, no matter how much of it is uh, uh, backed by um, the... Uh, Backed by the video, I acknowledge, I do acknowledge, there were some bad things done by uh, some Trump supporters that day. But, just so you guys know, it was mostly peaceful. So, as far as I'm concerned, it was a success. I mean, uh, other than uh, the one person who was killed by the uh, cops. But, you know, I know you don't want to talk about that, uh, at least in any kind of detail. You just want to say that somebody died and hope that everybody just <laughs> blames it on the protest. Fine. Anyway, this is just more pushing the narrative. Um, one doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the other. People, people commit suicide. And they also happen to be involved in things. You know? Um, this, is, this is... The Capitol riot is not a common denominator. No matter how hard the, the media tries to push it. So, Anyway, that'll wrap things up for the Nationals. Thanks for joining me as always. Uh, make sure you are uh, on Locals checking us out there. Just so you know, pretty soon uh, we are probably going to be shifting uh, uh, our local segment to only be on Locals. Now, it'll still be free, but got to encourage you to get on there. That's what it's about. Um, so especially if I want you to sign up to become a subscriber. So it'll still be free there, but it'll only be accessible on Locals. So if you, if you want to listen to, if you're, if you're a dedicated listener to our uh, local segment, you're going to want to get on our Locals app. So make sure you go to canceledout.com. It's the only place you're going to find our exclusive content. And here soon, it'll be the only place you can find our local content. 
So thanks again, guys. Appreciate it. And I'll talk to you on the next one. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. If you want to help spread the word, please give us a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe too. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and every other major podcast platform, including YouTube. Thanks for listening. Be sure to come back tomorrow for our local news segment. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. If you'd like to be a part of the show, reach out to us at cancelledoutpodcast at gmail.com. Cancelled Out is produced, directed, edited, and mixed by Scott and Max. All sourcing information can be found on our show notes at chronicles.org or in the link in the episode description on our site, cancelledout.com. Cancelled Out is a Scott and Max production, copyright 2021.